welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Pashas Vaira, the essence of a Yid. Shalom to everyone. I'm standing in front of the Koisal right now, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Vaira, and I want to share with you, I have a Sefer, which is called Beis Alevi Ala Torah, and it's has very, very interesting insights on the Parsha, and I want to share with you what he writes on this week's Parsha. He says there's a question that many ask, which is, how can Hashem harden Paro's heart? We know Hashem hardened his heart so that he will not be willing to send Bnei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Eventually he does, we all know the story. But the question is, how can Hashem do that? that doesn't that go against the idea that we have freedom of choice? And Lichorah, it seems like Hashem is interfering with that. So how could Kaddish Buchu do that? In yeshivish terms, there's a saying in the Gemara that, has, that it says that HaKadosh Buchu Eina Kaddish Buchu ba Hashem does everything that's fair to His creations. So how can he just harden Paro's heart that he won't let them leave and then still get punished for it? What's going on over here? And he answers that if you look look carefully, the deep insight over here is the following. Really Paroi, his whole mahus, his whole essence, and his ratzoin, his will, as we already said many times, a person is defined by his will. That's who he really is. And almost, and a lot of times our actions reveal what our real, our true will is. And really, his internal will was not to send Bnei Soil. He wanted to do bad to Bnei Soil. Just what the external parameters in that time period, which is all the plagues, the the, the Makos and everything that happened, that is what forced him to go against his internal will and to actually let them go. And on that, and only on that, HaKadosh who said, I am going to offset and neutralize that effect. Meaning, the effect of the ten plagues, that is what made him change his decision and let them leave. That was what was going to happen. And to that, HaKadosh who said, I'm going to offset that effect. And I am going to not, I'm going to tell him, go back to your original internal will. And that's fair game. Why? Because, as Chazal tell us, says the Beis Levi, that, and he brings even a Pasuk, which I won't quote right now, but he says that when a person is forced to do something, which means, if you did something because you were forced to, that's not really who you are. So it's not going to be held against you, and it's not going to be held for you. In favor of you. Of course, I have to open brackets here and say, we all know about the three cardinal sins, that that's different. We won't talk about that, close bracket. For everything else, a person does something because he's forced to do is begedal shaloynes, and it goes. It's symmetrical. It goes either way. If you do something because you're forced to do, if it's good, don't feel so good about it because you're not getting any credit for it. You were forced to do it, and so too, if it was bad, you're not going to be held accountable because it's not really you. So, so too over here, Hakadosh says the Beit Leader, Hakadosh Buhu something doing something that's really fair because, anyways, Paul was forced to send. So all Hashem did was remove that force, that effect, that impact on him to send, which means he goes back to his real internal will. 
If so, the Beis HaLevi asks the following question. Hey, we all know, based on this Yisoy, this, based on this concept, says the Beis HaLevi, I don't understand then. Maybe you'll ask on me, whoa, how does it help when a person goes through trouble times, i.e. Isurin, and as a result, he does Tshuva and he comes closer to Hashem. How is that worth anything? The troubled times he's going through, the painful times he's going through, that is what triggered him to do tshuva. So it's not real. It's something forced him to do it. So it's not him. So how can it work? Answers the Beis Halevi, and he brings a beautiful parable, beautiful mashal for this idea, but answers the Beis Halevi, yesh lechalek, it's totally different. Paro, his whole essence was bad. And therefore, any external thing that forced him to do good wasn't really him. But Bnei Israel, really, in our hearts, were good people. And therefore, when, something, when suddenly we do bad acts or we did something bad, it's not really our internal hearts, but rather external factors, be it Yetzel Hara, be it Taiva, be it some other factors that affected us, but it's not really who we are. And therefore, when we go through troubled times, the Surim, they trigger a change of heart by us, or really not a change of heart, but bringing our heart and realizing, whoa, let's remove this layer of Yetzirah, let's remove this layer of what we did that's not really us, because we realize what life is all about, and as the Mesilas Yeshalim says at the beginning, what life is all about, everything is about, <coughs> all we want is Lisanegim Ziva Shechina, and get close to Hashem, and anything that we do that puts a barrier between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's obviously not good. And therefore he says it's totally different. He then quotes a Gemal in Menachos that, without getting into too much details, because we don't have so much time, but the Gemal in Menachos, Avram Avinu, after the destruction of the base of Mikdash, it says, Vishasa Churban, it says, Avram says, oh, maybe they, after the destruction of the base of Mikdash, maybe Bnei Yisrael will do tshuva, but says, but says Avram Avinu, how is that going to help? How is it going to help? So many bad things happen to them and that's going to trigger them to get closer to Hashem, but that's not really who they are. So how can it help? That's how the Beis HaLevi learns that Gemara. And then, a baskol, a voice from Shamaim came down and said that Nisrael are like the olive. Just like the olive brings out its oil, the olive oil, by pressing on it. Af Yisrael, so too, Am Yisrael, are choyzer b'tshuva, when they go through troubled times, al yedei suim. So says the Beis Alevi, what, what, what's the comparison? What's the comparison of Bnei Yisrael to an olive, that when you put on a pressure, the olive oil comes out? Says the Beis Alevi, because, even before you put pressure, and you applied pressure on the olive, there was oil there. The internal of the oil of the olive is the oil. It was balua in it. It was already within it. And all the, the putting the pressure on it, which is then the, the nimshal is the the isurim, the troubled times we go to, the pressure on us, that brings out and reveals what's really internal to us. And that's the good, that's the olive oil. So to his soil, when his surin are coming to them, then suddenly it reveals, it brings out who they really are, because it makes them do cheshmon nefesh and realize, whoa, what we're doing is not really who we represent, that's not us. Internally, we, we are close to Hashem, we love Hashem, we want to live a right, our, our life in the right way. Says the Beis Alevi, and I can tell you another comparison between Pnei Sol and an olive. 
Why? Because if you taste an olive without doing anything, it's very bitter. Just like Chazal said, So you see that there's this idea, notion that olive is really bitter. You can see in Matthias, reality proves that it is bitter. But when you put it in fire, suddenly it becomes sweet. Ah, how can that be? The fire doesn't really contain in it any chemical. It just is poil. It does something to the to the olive. But it doesn't really add sweetness to the oil. It doesn't add some chemical of sweetness. Elamai, it must be, says the Beis Alevi, that within the Zeiss there is this sweetness. Just what? There was some bitterness that came from the tree when it was on the tree. And all the fire is doing is removing that layer of bitterness. And then what's left? The the real internal part of the olive, which is sweetness. So too, Amisor like that. When they're choizel b'tshuva, they're just removing that layer of bitterness, which is on the outside. But really, internally, they're good people. The same is true, by the way, one of the most famous Rambams, that the Rambam says, Harei, Harei, when, when Beistin forces a person to do something, and he specifically is talking about when, a, when, when the Chachamim said you have to give a get, a person has to give a get to his wife, but we know the halachas of get is that he has to be willing to give a get, and if he doesn't do it, despite that Chachamim telling him you need to, they hit him, until he says, okay, I want to give a get. Ask the Rambam, what do you mean? How can that work? It's not really him. It's not his will. You need to have will to give it. Just because someone's punching in the face, or not punching in the face, but giving you lashes or whatever it is, and they force you to say yes, how is it considered as if it's worth anything? It's not really who you are. Ask, answers the Rambam with this Musa vote that we're saying now. That really, really deep inside, every year it wants to do its own Hashem. That's in the Shama, Chelek Elokimi Mal. Just what? There's external factors such as Yetzaranat that are affecting you, but they're the outer klipos. They're the external layers of what you have. And by, by basing, forcing you, you're removing those layers, and when you're really saying yes, putting everything into consideration, you, you really mean it, because you, you realize that this is Ratzon Hashem, and Chachamim are a vehicle by, through which you do what Ratzon Hashem is. So to summarize, the Beis HaLevi says a phenomenon, Mahalach over here, in understanding what life is all about, and how to view when a Jew does bad. It's not really him. Internally, he's a good person. Of course, he's going to be held accountable, like all we all will be held accountable for anything we do. But we have to realize that internally we're good people. And we have to always come to that conclusion when we see other people, and also about ourselves. A person shouldn't be so down on himself. Yes, it's normal. Every tzaddik, and tzaddik there isn't such a thing as a tzaddik that doesn't, that doesn't never sin. But the difference in a tzaddik and another tzaddik is a tzaddik realizes he sinned, and things around him that trigger his thinking, and he comes back to Hashem because he realizes internally, He's really connected to Hashem, and He really wants to do Ratzon Hashem, and that's what life is all about. We Ratzon, unlike what we saw by Paro, and that's why Paro, Hakadosh Baruch let himself harden Paro's heart. Why? Because by hardening it, he didn't remove his freedom of choice. All he did was restore his freedom of choice, restore his freedom of choice, because Hakadosh Baruch did things with the Makos, the plagues, 
that kind of forced Paro to now let them go. But Hashem said, no, I want you to have a true, real freedom of choice. I'm going to miraculously remove that factor that affects you, and you're going to go back to your internal Ratzon will, which is, unfortunately, not to send Bnei Israel. Ratzon, that relates that we Jews are different, and that Kaddish Buchu is together with us, and our eternal will, unless we somehow, unfortunately, mess it up. Ratzon, that we won't, and we'll connect Hashem, realize what life is all about, and that's why a Jew always has that... Nitzoitz. It's like a flame that's always there, no matter how big it is, but it's always there and always continues. That's why we can always tap back into our internal hearts and the shamas, what life is all about, which is Chelek Elokim Amal and Connect HaKadosh Baruch Have a good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lilinishmas, Leibas, Yonah, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Yisak, Isaac, Ben Moshe.